Welcome back to the Purple Haze Podcast, uh, episode 24. If you're wondering why I'm doing the intro and not Josh, it's because he's not here right now, um, but that's all right because we got the next best thing. Um, but before I introduce our guest uh, for this episode, I uh, just wanted to say if you're not following us on Instagram or Twitter yet, go ahead and do that. Um, Purple Haze Podcast on Instagram and at Purple Haze Pod on Twitter. Uh, we post a lot, especially you know during the season. Um, a lot of times live tweeting games and stuff, so that's a good time. Um, this episode, we're going to um, really just dive into a nice NC State preview, um, you know, talk about how they did last year, talk about what we think they're going to do this year, and then talk about how we match up with them, um, because believe it or not, uh, the game is finally here, almost. It's, it's felt like an eternity waiting for this matchup, but, um, you know, we got a little over a week left, but, you know... Uh, that being said, I wanted to introduce our guest. Um, it's a good friend of mine, actually my first college roommate, uh, but he's still a good friend. But uh, on this episode, we got Hutch Winborn. Um, so, Hutch, how's um, it feel? I appreciate you having me up here. It's exciting, you know. Um, I didn't know I was going to do it earlier in the week. Yeah. Kind of throwing the spot, but I'm excited, <laughs> man. I'm yeah, a little. I didn't, I didn't want to give Hutch too much time to prepare, you know, too much time to, to get nervous about it or anything. So, I told him a couple hours ago. Um, but we got that sorted out. But yeah, Hutch, you know, he's a lot like me and Josh. He's a big ECU fan. He's actually been going to ECU games since, I mean, how long? Yeah, I started, um, I think my dad took me to my first, ga- first game. What was it? I was probably about eight months old, yeah. you know. So I've yeah. been coming for a while. I've been seen like all every the home good, game. Right. Seen all the good, seen all the bad. Um, seen the mediocre Toms. Yeah. Um, was able to see uh, Justin Hardy and... Zay Jones break the receiving record. Yeah. So that was so, exciting. Yeah, so you know, since uh, Hutch has been to pretty much every home game for the past twenty years, uh, before we got into the NC State preview, we wanted to talk a little bit um, about some ECU moments um, in Dowdy Ficklin Stadium, both the good and the bad. So, uh, Hutch, let's start with your favorite uh, moment, and it doesn't necessarily have to be your favorite because you know, like you said, you've right. seen a lot, uh, but you know, maybe just one or two of like your top moments. Oh yeah, one of my well. Excuse me, when things started first, my favorite player of all time is Dwayne Harris. Mm. Favorite player. That's the reason I started wearing number 17 in sports. Um, That's the reason you're a Giants fan, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> well, he wasn't going to say that, but. Yeah, that's uh, it's kind of under the radar. Um, probably one of my most favorite moments. I can't remember some of them from when I was, like, early on. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably my most favorite moment would be, the, of course, being UNC 70-41. to mm-hmm. By far, probably my favorite. Um, another would be, I think, Justin Jones catching the Hail Mary against, I think it was Tulsa. can't remember what year it was, but I just remember that, that one play, and I just remember him going up again over the defense and making that grab for the game-winning touchdown. Yeah, I'd have to say my, probably my favorite moment has to be the, the 70 points we put on UNC, um, too. I was actually, I, you know, we've talked about that on the podcast before, um, how me and Josh were both at that game, and he was in the student section. I actually came to that game with Hutch, um, and sat... Uh, with him and his family, you know, in their uh, season ticket spot. So, um, yeah, I, I don't think – I mean, there's been like, – like you said, I was here when, you know, I was here when Justin Hardy and Zay broke the record too. Um, but, man, putting 70 points on UNC, especially when they had all the preseason hype and, you know, their fans are always yep. – I mean, they're as bad as it gets. So that, in, I don't, in the Montgomery era too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In I mean, the Montgomery yeah, era. So – um, yeah, I don't think it really can get much better than that. But let's talk about, I mean, there's been a lot of good. 
Um, the past the past few years, there's been a lot of bad. You know, luckily last year it was a lot of good. But um, you know, what are your least favorite moments? Least favorite memories in Dowdy? Uh, definitely uh, most of the Montgomery era, other than beating uh, UNC. Yeah. Um. Or no, we actually when we beat UNC, right, that was um, that was twenty fourteen. The seventy. Yeah, rough, that was so rough. We beat we beat State with uh, with Scotty, and that's when he put up the okay. crossbones, and then he won three games that year. So. Wrong year. Yeah. Well, um, another one of my least favorite moments would be when we were getting we were getting beat pretty badly by UCF. Can't remember the year. Um, and everybody was leaving the stadium, and uh, we make this comeback. And I think was I text. I think I was texting you during that game, and I was like, "Yo, I was like, look at the score." I said, "We just came back, and um, we take a take a, a touchdown lead." End of the game, UCF throws a Hail Mary from midfield, and our defenders just decide to stop before the goal line, and, and I think Rashad Perryman caught it. Yeah, that's that was bad. That was bad. I remember watching that game. Um, you know, that, that, I still get nightmares about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was just – that was horrible. <laughs> Lack of any other words, that, that was horrible. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know um, if I have a specific least favorite memory. Um, I'd probably just say, honestly, just – um, you know, because we always seem to be a really good, you know, team at home. But you know, the past few years, not not the last two years, but um, geez, that's really loud. Somebody's got a big truck driving through. We're recording this outside, but uh, I'd say probably just in the past few years, going to Dowdy, playing mediocre teams like USF and mm-hmm. and teams like Temple, and just getting you know getting beat horribly. I remember my senior year of high school going. Um, to a game with Josh actually, and we, you know, Tyler Snead took the kick back, um, opening kickoff back, and then we ended up losing that game forty-five to twenty to a pretty bad USF team. So, I'd say those just, I mean, my least favorite moments are just losing to teams pretty badly that we should have at least been able to hang with. But luckily, that's over. I mean, last year we were seven and five, could have been a little better too. Um, seemed to really turn the corner, um, and it it seems like good football's back in Greenville. So. Um, all that being said, uh, let's move on to what everybody wants to hear, what everybody's waiting for us to talk about. Um, we got a big NC State preview. Um, we're going to start with offense since Josh isn't here and he doesn't have a say and because I love offense. Um, but, yeah, NC State last year, they were 9-3 and three, uh, with a 6-2 and two conference record. Uh, they averaged 33 points a game. Um, they were led by Devin Leary on offense uh, as their quarterback who's returning this year. Uh, he threw for 35 touchdowns. And five interceptions, so he's a really solid quarterback. Um, you know, they had a two-headed running or rushing attack with uh, Zonovan Knight and Ricky Person, um, combined for 275 touches, 1,400 yards, and eight touchdowns. Um, and they uh, had three main receivers. It was really a big drop-off after that. They had Amizi, uh, Thayer Thomas, and then Devin Carter. Um, like I said, after that, nobody really had – um, too many receptions or too many yards. The thing that really made this offense uh, stick out last year was their offensive line. Um, really strong offensive line. A uh, lot of guys who've been in the program for three or four years played last year. Um, they were led by um, Iquanu, who we all know is insane. He was drafted sixth overall by the Carolina Panthers. Um, I'd say he was definitely the best player on the team last year. Um, and it really showed. Um, that's I think that's a big reason why Devin Leary was able to have such a good year. But um, yeah, I mean, all in all, just a really technical offense. You know, when you watch NC State, you realize that 
Um, they, you know, they don't do anything crazy, but they really don't make mistakes, um, which is why they were able to win a lot of games and win some really close games because they don't make those mistakes. Um, very good passing game. Devin Leary knows what he's doing. Um, he, you know, he doesn't have the – you know, he's not crazy with the measurables, only six one, but he's a really talented quarterback, a really smart. Um, they had a decent run game, but really um, – it wasn't great, but it was good enough. You know, like I said, they're, uh, they're running backs, you know, the starting running backs combined for 1,400 yards and eight touchdowns. So it was solid, but they really shine in the passing game. Um, but, you know, before we move over to defense, Hutch, what do you, what do you think about their offense from last year? Just a couple I think, thoughts. I think their offense losing the best receiver and uh, their best offensive lineman is going to be tough to replace. Yeah. Um, but I mean, they return Devin Leary, of course, mm-hmm. and they still have those two other receivers they had last year. I think it's going to be a solid offense. I think our defense is, is pretty solid, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I think it'll be a good matchup. It'll be interesting to see yeah. what, hap- what plays out September 3rd. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll touch more on how we, how we, uh, how we feel we match up with them um, in a little bit. But what do, what do you think about their defense from 2021? What stands out to you there? Right. So their defense, um, they got just a little bit under 20 points a game last year. Uh, they lost Levi Jones, or, uh, one of their starting linebackers. But they also return linebacker Peyton Wilson, who was injured for most of the season, and they return Drake Thomas. Their linebackers are really solid. They return a, de- a real good all- defensive line. Um, corners, I think they have Shaheen Battle and uh, another guy that's over there. So all in all, it's a really solid defense. I think the defense is really the cornerstone of what they're going to have to build off of this year. Um, so, yeah, all in all, man, it's, it's going to be a – uphill battle for our offense just to see what happens what plays out linebackers are really solid for state though no I, I want your opinion on this because um you know i have my opinion josh has his opinions a lot of people are really high on state you know from what they did last year um like you said earlier finished nine and three um had opportunity to have their first 10 win season since 2002 um but then you know they went to california the bowl game got canceled with ucla PRs for everybody knows that story. So they didn't get the opportunity to get the ten win season, um, but yeah, nine and three, still a solid record. I want your opinion on just how good you think NC State was last year, because like I said, I want to hear what you have to say. Right. Uh, then I'll say you know what I think. Um, but yeah, well, I want to yeah. hear what you have to say I, about that. I think the state was a talented team. Um, I don't think they're as good as people hype them up to be. Uh, I looked through their schedule last year, and they beat one team. With the over 500 record. Yeah. I mean, they played a USF, which we play. Mm-hmm. And we all know USF was not very good last no, year. not at all. Um, they played UNC, who was 6-7. and seven. I mean, they beat them by four points. Oh, they, uh, they played, at, at the very end of the game, too. Right. A couple of touchdowns at the very end of the game. Right. They play. I mean, they got 42 points to Wake Forest. I mean, Wake Forest was good. Don't get me wrong. Wake yeah. Forest was a really good team last year. But if you're supposed to have this top tier yeah. defense, you don't go up 42 points. Yeah, and it, you know, if, if you're a great team, you beat other good teams. And, That's right. And and they just they, they beat one team over 500. Yeah, and I I want to add to that the one team they beat over 500 was a Clemson team that was just absolutely distraught and decimated at the beginning of the season. Um, I think, and I, you know, this isn't you know saying State was a bad team by any means. I mean, they were a solid team last year. Um, but, you know, I think if they play that game at the end of the season, and we all know Clemson wasn't what they normally are last year, but I still think at the end of the season, I don't think State wins that game. Um, but, yeah, I mean, look, you know, they beat L.A. Tech by seven points at home. Um, you know, yeah, and L.A. Tech wasn't, you know, anything to ride home about last year. 
Um, you know, they put a beating on Boston College, but, I mean, we, you know, <laughs> there's nothing special about Boston College. You know, lost to Miami. Uh, they, you know, beat Florida State by a couple scores. They put a hurt on Syracuse. But they really, you know, when they played the decent teams, they really didn't. I mean, they lost to Wake Forest. They should have lost to UNC. Uh, they lost to mm-hmm. Miami. Um, they lost to Mississippi State by two touchdowns. They barely beat Clemson in overtime when Clemson's having the worst season that they've had in a very long time. So, again, I want to reiterate that I'm not saying NC State was bad last year. I think NC State was a good team last year. I think, um, you know, and, and they deserve a little bit of praise for what they did. Uh, but I think people saying that NC State um, – is a national title contender for, you know, college football playoff contender, or even in my opinion, I, I mean, if anyone's saying they're as good as Clemson, I think they need to pump the brakes a little bit because, uh, or, or Clemson or Wake Forest, because Sam Hartman's still back. Mm-hmm. And I think state just, you know, beat up on some pretty bad teams last year and have padded their record. Cause I mean, we all know the ACC for the past, however many years really hasn't been much um, apart from Clemson. Now, like we said, Wake Forest has a pretty good team. Obviously, NC State's solid, but um, you know people who think they're a top five team, top ten team. I think they need to pump the brakes a little bit. Wouldn't you say the same? I would say the same. I, I mean, I think that they're gonna instead of competing for a national title, they need to focus on competing for an ACC championship. Yeah, or at least winning their yeah. division in the ACC. Um, well, they need to worry about coming to Greenville. We'll talk about to, that. In, we'll talk about to, that in a little bit. But, to, um, but it's just I. I look at the schedule and I'm from last year. And I'm not impressed with what they did yeah. at all. I mean, if you're supposed to be this top tier team, like you can't beat Louisiana Tech by seven points, a three and nine Louisiana Tech team. Um, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I see see what I see and numbers don't lie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I completely agree. I just I wanted your opinion because everyone who listens knows um, knows my opinion on State from last year, but uh, I wanted to get someone else's opinion. Um, and uh, it seems like we think pretty much the same thing. Um, but yeah, moving on from a solid 2021, NC State returns a lot of players. Um, you know, going back to the offense for this year, just to talk about a couple of, of players they're missing. Their, uh, you know, their leading receiver um, has gone, and their top two running backs have gone, so they got to replace those two guys. Um, they're replacing them with, that. you know, they added Daryl Jones from Maryland, um, to replace him easy. Uh, Daryl Jones had 23 catches for 319 yards and two touchdowns in Maryland last year. Um, Anthony Belton's uh, expected to replace Ikonwu, um, who only played 11 snaps last year. I um, mean, he's going to be, he's projected to be their starting left tackle this year. Um, and then Jordan Houston's expected to get the bulk of the carries for State this year. Um, I'm expecting a little bit of a committee um, just because everyone has a running back committee, but I think he's going to get most of the carries. Um, he's a guy who ran for over 500 yards in 2019, but he's been a backup uh, for the past couple of years and only had 83 yards last year. Um, you know, in my opinion, these are really big players to replace. Uh, you know, they had a really big impact last year um, on, you know, state's record and in their overall uh, play, and I'm not sure they've really adequately replaced them. I think some of the guys stepping in are solid, but, you know, when you're replacing your, you know, leading receiver, your top two running backs, your sixth overall draft pick best player on the team and you're replacing those guys with guys who really didn't get much play last year um and a a left tackle who played 11 snaps last year um you know there's going to be some growing pains there and i i uh, you know i don't i don't know how well they're going to be able to overcome that um and uh yeah what what do you think what do you what do you think about the players they're bringing in you you hit on it i mean 
anytime you replace those key players, I think um, the receiver was one of the best receivers of all time at State. It was good. I think, I think that's what it was I good. heard. And um, anytime you replace guys like that with guys that haven't played that much, it's going to be a learning curve for them, of course, in the first few games. So it, it'll be interesting to see how they do. Um, definitely don't think they'll be of the caliber of what they lost, but yeah, it, it certainly will be a change. Yeah, and, and you know, you know, to give State a little bit of credit, which I hate to do, um, you know, you you look at you know replacing a guy like Ikonwu, and um, you know, I said this on the podcast last week. Um, you you don't have to replace. You can't replace a guy like that. Um, you just you know you somebody plays their position, but you can't really replace that production when you're one of the best players in college football. You just have to have guys step up, and state does have you know their other four starters returning on the offensive line. They got a lot of good guys, um, but this the left tackle position is just so important mm-hmm. um, that you know it's a big ask for a guy who played 11 snaps last year. But you know, like I was saying um, on the podcast last week, you know, um, I don't think we have to replace Jaquan McMillan because you can't replace Jaquan McMillan. I mean, he was one of the best cornerbacks in college football, um, but we got good guys coming in. But they don't have to step in and be McMillan. They just have to play their brand of football and everyone else on the defense, you know, one year older, everybody steps up a little bit more and then, you know, you don't have to worry about that. So um, they don't necessarily have to replace Econ Wu, but um, I just, I just don't know how I feel about, um, about the replacements they got. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be a, it'll be interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like, I like what you said that you can't really replace a guy like that. You have guys stepping in and trying to play their own yeah, brand you, of football. You, you, it's, it, it, yeah. yeah you, you can't expect to replace a generational right. talent like that. It's like saying um, that we expected to Chris, replace Chris Johnson yeah, with I mean, another talented yeah, running back like yeah. that. Like that's just, I mean, you can hope, yeah. but like I mean, yeah, we, we, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I completely agree. Um, before we move over to the defense, just I want to highlight a couple um, of the impact players I see for State this year. Um, obviously, you know, I said this about Holton uh, on the last podcast when we were talking about ECU's impact players for this year. You know, obviously. If you have a good quarterback, you're going to talk about him as an impact player, but there's a reason. It's because you have a good quarterback, and he really impacts the game more than anyone. Uh, so, you know, Devin Leary last year threw for 3,433 yards, 35 touchdowns, five picks. Um, he was the preseason ACC player of the year this year, which I thought was surprising. Not hating on Devin Leary. He's a heck of a quarterback. Um, you know, he's really smart, really technical, doesn't make a lot of mistakes, but Sam Hartman's still playing. I mean, he threw for over 800 yards more. Uh, than Devin Leary last year, and not saying it was a bad preseason ACC Player of the Year pick. I don't think preseason accolades matter at all, um, but I was just shocked uh, that Hartman didn't get that. Um, but you know, moving off of quarterback, you know they got uh, Thayer Thomas back. He was um, one of their top wide receivers last year. He had 51 receptions for 596 yards um, and eight touchdowns. He's similar to Ty- to what Tyler Sneed was to us for them. Um, he's also their punt returner. Um, he's just a playmaker. He's really consistent. Play lines up in the slot a lot. Just an uh, option that Devin Leary feels really comfortable with. Um, you know, when it's, you know, third and five, he's most likely going to get the ball and he's going to catch it and he's going to do well. Um, so he's a good guy. Um, and then, you know, i got to highlight one of their linemen just because they still do have a really good um, offensive line. Um, they got their center, Grant Gibson, coming back. He was third team all ACC last year. Um, what really stuck out to me, um, you could say this about a few of their linemen, but he played. He's played in forty nine games uh, for State, and he started in thirty six of them. Um, and you know Gibson and Leary, 
are very familiar with each other and very comfortable with each other. Um, they play together a lot, so um, it's always good to have that familiarity with your center and quarterback. Um, but yeah, and, and there's some more players I could highlight on State's offense, but those are really the top three for me. Um, before we shift over uh, to the defense, Hutch, how are you? Uh, how are you feeling about these guys and then NC State's offense as a whole going into this year? Yeah, so so what I'm hearing is uh, they won't be making a lot of mistakes on uh, snaps. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I just I, I feel like Thayer Thomas has been there forever. I feel like every time I watch State play, he's there. Was well, like fifth or fifth or sixth. Yeah, year, he, dude. Yeah, I feel like he's been there forever. I just um, talented guy, good receiver. Yeah. He's got some great hands, and I mean, he's been with Devin Leary for what a couple years now. Yeah. So I mean, they're gonna have that connection. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, you hit it. I mean, it's a good offense. Yeah. Good offense. Yeah. The the thing that sticks out to me about State, and we talked about this, you know, I've said it. They're really technical. They don't make mistakes. Um, when you look at their guys and when you look at their stats, I mean, there's nothing that stands out. You're like, okay, why are they so good? And you know, we talk about we don't think they're that good, but they're a good team. They're a very right, good team. Right. You know, they're a solid team. You're like, well, why are they so good? It's just because they don't make those mistakes. Mm-hmm. You look at the only stat that really sticks out is Devin Leary's five interceptions. Now, do I think he can replicate that? No, I, I don't think he's going to throw a lot of interceptions. But five is just, I mean, that right. that, that, that that's a ridiculous number. I, I think he's going to have another good year. Um, but that that is the thing about state. You have to beat them. Um, you know, you know, they're not going to make mistakes. So you have to play a really clean game against them. Um, but, you know, all, all that being said, Hutch, I know you got a little breakdown of their defense for this year. I mean, um, I, I got a little one. Not, <laughs> not, not, not what Josh would have. But I, got, yeah. I got a little breakdown of what yeah. I can do my best. Josh, he, he loves defense. Man. He, <laughs> he, he breathes on that stuff. I just, I just hope I don't disappoint him. <laughs> no, he'll be fine. <laughs> so this state defense was one that was ranked, what, top 15 in the nation last year, I think I saw? Yeah. So, um, I mean, it's a very good defense, and they return a lot of the same guys they had last year. Um. They replace their fourth leading tackler, uh, Levi Jones, who went to the league. Um, they also replace a couple other linebackers. There was one that finished third on the team um, with five sacks. Uh, so, I mean, they replace a little bit of guys, but they're going to have the bulk returning. Um, it's, it's all about the linebacker play, as I mentioned earlier. I mean, their linebackers are some, some talented linebackers. Uh, going over their key players, um, one of the big returners they have is uh, Corey Durden. Mm. He's coming back for the defensive Stop. line. He, was, uh, he, he announced he was coming back to play rather than testing pro waters. Um, he had 31 tackles last year, 4.5 for loss, 3.5 sacks, 7 quarterback hurries. Um, at the nose tackle position. Yeah. Um, so he's going to be a big piece. Uh, Got to find a way to keep him from out of the backfield. Uh, another one of the guys they have is uh, Drake Thomas. Um, is that is that Thayer Thomas's brother? I think. I have no I clue. Think, I think I'm not it is. Lie. I'm not I know. Sure. I know. Um, you know. I know who the you know state's good players are. Mm-hmm. I had to read up on them all summer, but I yeah, I, I, I don't want to know him that well. <laughs> I think sure. I saw something. That's his brother. Um, but he was uh, he had a hundred tackles last year. I think that was fourth in the ACC. Thirteen point five for loss and six sacks, three picks too. Um, on his way to first team All a- ACC. Uh, he's a talented linebacker and just he's gonna be out there with um, also Peyton Wilson, another mm-hmm. one of the the key players. Yeah. He uh, he's back from injury last year. He was out the whole season. 
Um, he led state in tackles both in 2019 and 2020. So having him back is going to be huge for him. Uh, the linebacker play is just, it's, it's crazy for state right now. Um, all in all, I mean, their defense is going to be solid, returning most of the, most of the players. Yeah. Especially from that the defense they had last year. Yeah, I think, what is it, they turn, returned like 10 of 11 starters. Something like that. And they got Peyton Wilson back. Yeah, so that's basically another starter yeah. turn, right? I mean. I, it's, 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 it's crazy. I, I, mm. Yeah. No, yeah, so I, I completely agree. State's defense, that's what's um, really impressive to me, like we were just saying. Their offense, um, it's not too flashy. They do the right things, but the defense is really, you know, who wins them those games? Uh, mm-hmm. I think they gave up less than twenty points a game last year, um, which is which is just incredible. I mean, that, that that's those are some really good numbers. Yeah, it was nineteen um, nineteen point seven. Yeah, uh, yeah, like Hutch said, nineteen point seven points per game. Um, that's just incredible. Um, and yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think their linebacker play is what really separates them from the pack. Um, I think they got some monsters on on the you know. In that linebacker room, um, which is why it's so important to have um, a veteran quarterback who can, you know, read those linebackers. And we'll kind of segue um, into this uh, segment. How do you – are you, you got something else? Yeah, I got one more thing. Also, okay. they have uh, another linebacker that was injured last year returning, mm. Isaiah Moore. He was a front runner for ACC Defensive Player of the Year at one point until he got injured. That's right. another so guy that returned. Another so they, yeah, they On have, top of what we've already said, they uh, – yeah, they they they've got some studs in that yeah. room. They've got some studs, that's for sure. Um, interchangeable guys who can come in and they just, you know, they see blood. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, their they, uh, their defense is really good. Um, yeah, really so, solid know, defense. All, all that being said, you know, enough on the NC State preview. How do you think we match up uh, with State, and you know, on September third? I think uh, I think we match up pretty well. Um, it's hard to compare just because I know we had a lot of new guys from when we played them last. And and it, it it's just tough to compare before it gets down gets down to the game. Um, I think our offensive line is better than what has been in a while, so yeah. that should help us a lot with the blocking, especially on Durden and their linebackers trying mm-hmm. to get in there. I think most of their uh, quarterback pressures last year came from linebackers, yeah. and they got in the bat foot a lot. Um, so our, our offensive line should be able to help on that aspect. And of course, we got Holton Aylers back, who's been That's here forever. That's my guy. Um, I like the transfers we brought in. I don't think their cornerbacks are, are as, as good as they have been or as better than the linebackers, at least. So hopefully we get some separation from the linebackers, I mean from the corners, and Holton can make some passes and we can, we can go like that. And, of course, got our running game. Very solid. Yeah, I, you know, I completely agree. Um, you know, when I look at State, and I've been saying this for a while, uh, I've been doing research on State, you know, throughout last year and then, you know, throughout this whole summer. Um, when I look at State, I see a lot of similarities between us and State. They got a veteran quarterback back who had a solid year last year in Devin Leary. You know, we got a veteran quarterback last year who had a really solid year in Holden Naylor's. Um, you know, they're replacing – you know, they, they have some water receiver production coming back, but, they you know, they went to the portal for a guy. Mm-hmm. You know, we went to the portal for, you know, three guys. We brought three yeah. guys in to compete. Um, uh, you know, they have a strong offensive line. Uh and we, you know, we with the four returners, we don't have as many returners, but we brought in, um, in my opinion, guys who are better suited for our offense right. and who can compete right away. Guys um, who, you know, previous all American FCS, FCS all American starters. Uh, as much as I hate this term, 
um, power five schools. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, you know, speaking of that, Parker Moore, heck of an offensive lineman. He's insane. Uh, just to talk about how strong our offensive line group is, I think there's a really good chance. Now, granted, he will play a lot on September 3rd, but I think there's a really good chance that he's not even going to start on September 3rd, which that's not a knock on him. He's still the player that we thought he right. was coming in, but that just shows uh, the depth and the talent and the development of the guys that we have in our own program. So we have a really good offensive line, too. Uh, moving over to the defense side of the ball, where they really shine is our linebackers. They got guys in the program who've been there, played a lot of snaps. You look over to our team, Xavier Smith and Miles Berry have played more snaps than anybody else on our defense. They got a strong defensive line, deep, strong defensive right. line. So do we. So you guys get the point. Yeah, I've been harping on it for a while. We, I agree 100%. We're, we're, we're really similar to NC State. I think what separates us, man, um, our running back room is elite. I think we have run, one of the best running back rooms in all of college football. Mm-hmm. Um, State's starting running back ran for 83 yards last year. Um, now, granted, their defensive line is really good. Their linebackers are really good. We're going to mm-hmm. have to be able to run the ball on them. Um, but, yeah, I just don't see this monster coming into Dowdy Ficklin Stadium that everyone, you know, is scared uh, yeah. of. I think, you know, I'm not a betting man myself, but I think the line is 10-and-a-half um, favorite state. You know, if I was a betting man, I would hammer that, you know, right away. I, I, I don't, you know, um, we don't need to get into predictions that we can keep talking about how we think we match right. up. But um, do, would you agree Would you agree that you course, think we're yeah. – uh, where, where, we, where we are, like, geographically, you have a lot of state people around here and just hearing them talk they think that we're this big underdog and i'm sitting there laughing i'm like i don't think we're that big of an underdog right now i said i said our teams are very similar yeah like like we have very similar teams and and it's it's not as big of a a gap as people think i don't think there is a gap yeah i don't well i don't want to spoil anything we'll get into that but i really (laughs) i really don't think there's a gap man like it's states states got the luxury and, you know, I mean, see, Josh usually hones me in on this. You know, he, I get fired up, so um, I'm getting a little more fired up in this podcast. But there's, man, State has the luxury of playing in the AC, a weak ACC. Right. And they, and they get that notoriety for beating up on some teams in the weak ACC where we're playing in, in my opinion, right now with Houston and Cincy and UCF still in the American – it's a stronger football conference. I mean, it, uh, yeah. it's, it's not even a question. It, I mean – the only it, thing that they have that we don't have is Clemson. It's Clemson. And Clemson, I and mean, Cincinnati was better yeah, than Clemson last Clemson year. Clemson with Cincinnati. So, um, but anyway, I just don't see it, man. I mean, I think we made some serious progress last year. I think games against UCF, games against Houston, games against South Carolina, we could have easily won two, if not three of those games. Then Maybe. you're looking at nine and three, and then and then everyone's putting us on the same, same degree as State. So, um, you know, State fans are really – Really excited for this year, really uh, cocky for this year. And I understand it, you know, preseason 13. Right. This could potentially be one of the best state teams of all time. Um, but I think this is one of the best ECU teams I've seen in a while. I said this on the podcast last week. Um, at the end of the season this year, I know we have a hard schedule, and we'll get into that next week. Me and Josh are going to um, talk about our predictions for the season. But um, I don't think, talent-wise, I really don't think there's 25 teams better than ours in college football. And I know that's a, I know that's a hot take. Um but I wouldn't say it if I didn't believe it. Um, but yeah, man, I, I I think we match up well. I really do. I think I, I would agree. I think I think I like what you, I like what you said about the two teams are similar. And I mean, if you look at the rosters and look at how they're configured, it's 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 very similar. And even down to the style of play, right? I mean, you know, 
Holton's more mobile, and we might take a little bit more chances and say, but on mm-hmm. the defensive side of the ball, that's kind of where we both really right. shine. Um, now they don't have a Keaton Mitchell and Rajay Harris um, because you know nobody does outside of you know some of the best teams in the country. But um, you know, all, all that being said, I think a um, key player could be Tegan Wilk for us. Yeah, well, we I, I, me I and Josh for, we, for, for the state game. I think he was, he's really going to shine. Yeah, we I like we Tegan we, we rave on Tegan Wilk. I mean him. Julius Wood, Dorso. I think all our safeties are really strong. Um, I think cornerback play. I think we got some guys who. I mean, we don't have McMillan, right. but we brought in a pre-Washington. Juan Powell's come back from injury and had a really good week. Um, he's going to be playing a lot. Um, Malik Fleming's still mm-hmm. super underrated just because of how good McMillan is. Right, he's been um, at number two, and he's yeah, I mean, he's and, a really and, good player. And who's really underrated? Um, talking about cornerbacks for a little bit. Um, because he was behind McMillan the past couple of years, is Damel Hickman, who's been an insane uh, special teams player mm-hmm. for us, and he's had an, a, a crazy spring, crazy summer. There's a good chance he's starting on September 3rd. Um, so, man, I just I, I like the way we match up. Um, before before we get into predictions, let's just talk about the setting, because we both spent a lot of time, right. you, you more than me and Dowdy, but um, let's talk, just talk about the setting and the environment on September 3rd. Yeah, man, I've, I mean, you look at the past – past few years through the Montgomery era and and all that and how it's died like the stadium's died down but the tailgate's never died down yeah um and I will say you know it's not the same as it was in the past but we did finish third um and again I hate this term I know it sucks I don't believe it but for lack of a better term looking at group of five attendance last year we were third in the country um that was only behind Cincinnati and UCF who were both leaving to join the big 12 so you know, you, you take those teams out. Um, we're first in group of five. You know, I'm using air quotes to hot right now because I don't – I hate that term. You guys know that. Uh, but we were, you know, first in group of five attendance, and that was our first year having an even remotely good season right. in years. So the fans, I mean, they, they, yeah, they, they're still out there. It's, it's going to take a little bit more, but it, it, they, the fans they'll, be, show they'll up. be there on September 3rd for sure. Right. For sure. The, the fans show up for, for winning football teams mm-hmm. and stuff. I mean, if you look – I mean, you went to the basketball games too. Yeah. When we started winning, when we were winning, those crowds were packed. Yeah. And and and, and I mean, ECU basketball has not ever been elite. So I mean, you can look at that. But also, you look at all the football teams from like 2013, 2014, before that, a little bit after that. That crowd was packed. Mm-hmm. And and just looking back on it, I mean, when we're playing ECU football, Dowdy Ficklin's rocking there. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it, it's a special place. I've been. I've been to a lot of college football stadiums. I know me and Hutch are both biased because we go to ECU and we love ECU. But, you know, I've been to State. I've been to UNC. I've been to Wake Forest. Um, you know, the, the, there's no college football environment, no stadium like Dowdy Ficklin. I mean, it's just insane, you know, with the you know starting with the tailgate and going in um, to the game. The stadium's beautiful. The field's beautiful. Um, the sunset every, you know, every time. Mm-hmm. It's just great. I mean, there's there's literally nothing like it. We got the most passionate fan base in the state by far. Um, you know, we you know we uh, we all got the chip on our shoulder. Get a new um, scoreboard. We did. We did. The new scoreboard will be awesome <laughs> uh, September third, um, and the ribbon boards across the right. state. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, EC always has a chip on their shoulder. You see it um, even now. Looking at state fans talk about you know how our team is just you know, you, just, you know just another team. You know we're you know we're not right. good. They they're so much better. Um, but, you know, that's what we live for. You know, we've always been that way. We wouldn't want it any other way. Um, 
you know, we, we don't need your respect because we're going to kick you in the teeth anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just how we play. Um, and, man, I just, yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be a crazy environment um, on September 3rd. Um, I, I'm super excited to be there. If you haven't bought your tickets yet, go ahead and buy them. They're going to sell out. I know State um, talks a big game. Their preseason ranked 13th. They didn't sell out their full uh, Wolfpack um, club allotment, so those tickets went back um to the general public or whatever, you know, they talk a big game about how they're, th- you know, best team. They travel ever. well, man. They yeah, travel really they tra- well. They travel well, uh, apparently, but they can't sell their full allotment. But, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, make sure you're there. But, you know, all that being said about the setting and the environment, um, you got you got any predictions for this game? Uh, me and Josh will have our fi- official oh, yeah. score prediction, but you, you got a score prediction and, you know, what you think's going to, you know. So I'll give a prediction. I just want to say one thing. I think I speak for most most fans I'm really disappointed it's a 12 o'clock game. Really disappointed. That's how it is. Um, I was hoping for at least a three. I know. It sucks uh, because we got – it was good enough to be on ESPN, to be mm-hmm. on national television, but they didn't deem it quite good enough to get a 3.30 time slot, which sucks. Yep. But, hey, we've – you know, during the Scotty era, we only played 12 o'clock games. Right. So, <laughs> so we're, we're, we're used I, to it. I think I saw we're ready for six, it. two 6 o'clock games in September oh, we got, we got, I mean? we got a back-to-back 8 p.m. Uh, time slots against uh, BYU and Cincinnati. Actually, okay. they moved the Cincinnati game to 8 p.m. So cool. cool. But, yeah, the, the noon game, State might not be used to it, but, uh, you know, we're we're, we've been there. It's just another day we know how it is. Yeah, we're, we're ready for it. <laughs> I don't know if the State students will be out there at, uh, like, 8 a.m., but I know all the ECU will. Well, they didn't buy their tickets, so. That's true. It won't be there. But yeah, you got you got a you, you got a score prediction for this. Um, one? yeah. Let me. Uh, I'm gonna go. Say 28-24. Isaiah Winstead catches the touchdown pass in the last minute to uh, win the game. Transfer. I love it. I love it. Uh, you guys know how much we love Isaiah Winstead. He's had a huge, huge spring and a huge summer. Um, just a super talented guy. Toledo transfer. Really solid. Really steady. Um, he's playing with the best quarterback of his life. By the way, I know we rave about him all the time, but I got a new guest on, so I want to talk to him. Um, before I get my score prediction, I want to. What do you think about Holt Naylor's off season? Because it's the best off season of his career. I think it's um, gonna be a great year. It's gonna be a, a terrific year yeah. for him. I mean, he's been with QB um, Country. He's been with Manning right. Passing Academy. He's in great shape. He's been all over. He's been getting himself out there, learning, getting better, helping other people get better. Um, I think it's gonna be a great year for him. I hope. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Not gonna jinx anything. I hope. I hope it's gonna be a great year. It's gonna be a great year. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it will. I know. You know. I know. A knock on us and a knock. Some people have on Holden. Um, in the past, is that he's a slow starter. Um, I want to say real quick. I don't think that's fair for last year. I think, the App State game, which I was at. Hutch was supposed to go with me, but unfortunately got COVID literally yeah. like the day before the game, so he Very couldn't go. Very disappointing. I, I will um, say that was probably one of my least favorite moments, yeah. too. Yeah. Then I saw the score, Missing and I wasn't yeah, disappointed. You, you know, you, trust me, you're lucky. <laughs> um, but Holden really had a solid game. I mean, he, uh, I don't have the stats in front of me, but he, he, I'm pretty sure he threw for over 300 yards. He had a, a 50-yard rush um, to the five-yard line that caught, called back for a phantom holding call. He had the Hail Mary at halftime that got called back somehow. I don't know. I don't know how they reviewed that. I mean, I, I still am baffled by that. Um, but Holden really had a solid game then. Really, he had a rough game against South Carolina, no sugarcoating. I mean, that was a bad game. Um, against Marshall, might not, not have the strongest start, 
Uh, but Holton Aylers really led that comeback without Holton. We have no business mm-hmm. even winning that game. Then he, you know, he had a rough game against Charleston Southern. Uh, but then once conference play came around, which is what really matters, Holton was as steady as anyone, and he's got a, in my opinion, a better supporting cast than he's had in terms of line. The running backs are a year older, strongest in my opinion wide receiver room he's had in his time here. Um, I wouldn't expect Holden to have a slow start. I think he's right. going to come up firing right away. Um, that being said, score prediction. Um, I've tried, you know, I think about this game nonstop. You know, it's been on my mind for ever since, you know, the Boston College game right. got canceled. I've been thinking about State. Um, I don't have an official score prediction yet because I, I've, I'm trying to save that for next week. But I think it's going to be a close game. I think um, both teams have a really good defense. But both teams also have a really good offense. I mean, these are two really good college football teams. I think it's going to come down in the fourth quarter. I think there's going to be a drive where State goes down and we hold them and they end up kicking a field goal. I think there's going to be a drive where we go down um, and we end up scoring a touchdown um, and, and they don't hold us. Uh, so, Are you going to bat me up on the Aussie that wins the touchdown for the game winner? Oh, yeah, I don't know for the game winner, but he's, he's definitely going to have one. That's for sure. I think uh, – I'm going C.J. Johnson, the the, the, the last touchdown. But uh, not official score prediction, but I think we're going to, uh, you know, there's going to be a time late in the game uh, where they go down and get a field goal. There's going to be a time late in the game where we go down and score. So I'm uh, I'm picking ECU plus four, or uh, I, I don't know the betting teams. I, we're, we're, I think we're going to win by four. Um, I think, uh, you know, I'll say um, 35-31 for now. But that, that's subject to change, but either way, we both have ECU um, winning this game. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a heck of a game. Like I said, um, if you don't have your tickets yet, you better buy them up quick because mm-hmm. it, you're not going to want to miss this. This is really, um, you know, the breakout party. I think for ECU, we're going to put our name on the nat- on the map um, on a national level. Um, so I agree. I agree. Um, I'm excited. Yeah. It's oh yeah. Fun year. Yeah, it's, it's, really it, fun yeah. Year. it's gonna be a heck of a year. I mean, there's nothing like ECU football, you know. Um, being just being here this past week, right. you, know, you can really feel on campus. You know, for the first week of class, you can feel the atmosphere in the air. Um, there's really nothing like Greenville during the during the fall. Um, but you know, that, that's all we have for this episode. I just really want to thank Hutch for coming on last minute. I know, but uh, I appreciate you, you know, having me. Yeah, it was it was a heck of a time. Hutch, uh, you know, he knows a ton about. You know, he's just like me and Josh, but. His uh, forte is definitely basketball, so um, you know we'd love to have him back on at some point during the during the better, maybe a little before basketball season to talk about some of our guys. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just want to thank Hutch for coming on. Um, like I said, we're gonna have um, Josh back next week. We're gonna have an in-depth season prediction, um, and then we're gonna have official state predictions for uh, for next week. Um, so stay tuned for that. Um, but yeah, in in the meantime, just you know get get pumped up for this game. There's really gonna be, you know. Probably nothing like it all year. I mean, we play, in my opinion, better teams, and we'll talk about that next week. I'm not going to give out too much, but, um, you know, in-state rival, um, playing at home. I mean, there's, you know, coming off the season we had last year with all that excitement, there's nothing like it. So try to be there if you're not there watching on ESPN. Um, And, you know, other than that, there's nothing to say but go Pirates.